hello and welcome to episode 87 of go with the energy flow podcast this episode is going to be on shadow work and it's going to be we're going to go through three ways to approach shadow work and the first key to shadow work is bringing awareness to our shadows so we've kind of come up with a foolproof way to begin this process of bringing awareness the first one that we've outlined before but the last two approaches may be new to you so stay until the end and this first approach to shadow work is the most common ways, common way to uncover your shadows. And that is to analyze your current triggers and your fears in your life. So this is working to find the main core belief behind your triggers and your shadows. And this can be found through introspection, journaling, dancing, meditation, setting an intention around it, whatever way resonates with you. Um, and then we have an episode on shadow work. We'll link it in the show notes. But we want to go into... If your brain isn't allowing you to think of any triggers or shadows, because this has been me in the past, I've sat down to do shadow work um, and I couldn't think of any triggers. So it's really important also, if you want to do this approach to be aware of the triggers in your daily life. So, you know, if you're in traffic or something like that, you can like write it down in your notes um, when you're, when you're stopped and not driving, but the second way is going to be looking at animals you dislike or fear in this world. This one's really interesting. So whether it be from childhood, recent times, it doesn't matter. So what matters is your emotions towards this animal. So do you fear all of them are just certain ones of an animal? So for example, a tiger or a, or a bear. Um, do you dislike the way it looks or moves around? The easiest way to find out what this animal may represent is to look it up online and you can just type in the words shadow spirit animal to whatever animal you dislike. And um, this, in my opinion, is the most challenging yet efficient way to approach shadow work because it kind of gives you insights into aspects of yourself that we don't even realize we ignore, deny, or suppress about ourselves. Um, so I, I did this practice <laughs> because I wanted to kind of see how it worked. And um, I really dislike mosquitoes. I feel like that's a lot of us, but um, I really, really dislike them. Um, I was doing the Hamza no harm for a while, um, and I I always break it when I see a mosquito in my house. So um, <laughs> um, my beliefs about mosquitoes are that they're – so you look at your beliefs first. So my beliefs are they're annoying, they're useless, and they harm us for no reason. Um, so when I look this animal up, it symbolized – self-worth, boundaries, and protection. And it also speaks about self-sacrifice when we needn't be self-sacrificing and hiding things about ourselves from the world that we don't really need to. And also looking at what beliefs we can let go of and release. So that was all of the things that really, really resonated with me that I hadn't really looked at. Um, so really, really useful to look at animals you hate. And I know, I know a lot of people don't really like snakes or um, creepy crawlies. So if you can think of an animal right now that you really dislike, this could be a really good shadow session for you to look that up and then kind of journal on different things, like go through the what it represents and then journal and ask yourself, is this a theme of my life or a common theme in my childhood? And there's so many messages for for each animal. So kind of take what resonates or kind of strikes a chord in you and you can just leave the rest. And from there, like I said, you can create the journal questions or you can visualize the animal. You 
can do meditation around what the animal can teach you about yourself or your shadows. And the biggest thing about shadow work and why most people avoid it is this very reason, because it causes a ton of resistance and our ego likes to be in what it perceives of of as safe mode. Um, So when we have these triggers come up, it's uncomfortable and it's like we want to our defense mechanism is to run away rather than look it in the face and face it. And I always, I probably have mentioned this several times, but whenever you do shadow work or even a um, ayahuasca journey or something like that, any kind of thing that's going to unroot your your shadows and, and force you to look at the darkness of yourself, they always, shamans will always advise you to go into the darkness rather than run away from it. Because when you go into the darkness, you can go through it. Um, and it's like that that really popular quote of the only way out is through. So um, when you go through it and you accept it and you see it for what it's trying to teach you or about yourself or just, you know, have that because it's a part of you. You want to accept all parts of you. Um, then you can really find like the deepest messages and the deepest healing when you go into your darkness And um, when we do that work, we integrate the part of ourselves that has been suppressed or denied or ignored, and we become a wholer and a truer version of ourselves. And like you may have heard, um, shadow work can literally feel like you're dying because it can be extremely uncomfortable. So it's this ego shock and a death of some sorts, and our bodies recalibrate and relearn what it feels like to express this part of ourselves without the shame, the blame, the guilt, or these lesser emotions. And then that's how we heal. I've experienced this a lot, that dying aspect or feeling like I'm dying because our bodies are rewiring this trauma aspect that's holding on to these negative emotions. So when it releases, you can imagine it's like a clenched fist that has been clenched for years and years and years. And when it finally releases, it's going to be sore. So it's going to feel, you know, you're going to either need some time to rest and and work through it. But yeah, so now that we have uh, discussed the first two ways to approach shadow work, we're going to go into the third approach, which um, Lynn's going to go through. It does require a journal. So if you want to work through it in this episode, go ahead and grab your journal. Yes. So in your journal, you're going to draw two columns and in one, you will write down your deepest desires. So if you do need help knowing what your desires are, we do have a podcast episode on the heart's desires, which we will link in the show notes as well. So once you write out your desires in the first column, you're going to then write out your current reality or the situation in the second column and right next to each desire. This is another way to approach shadow work because it shows us where our shadows lie and where the gap in what we believe about ourselves and our reality and what we truly deserve. When we are integrated in our true selves, we won't feel any kind of resistance between where we are and where we want to be. And we'll know and trust that it's on its way to us and it'll feel different and less like a gap. So that gap feeling, no matter how big or small, is important for this approach, um, for the shadow work approach. So what emotions come up here when you're doing this kind of 
gap work. And from there, you can start asking yourself these questions. So you can ask yourself, how is this current situation serving me? And what is showing or what is it showing or teaching me? The reason we do this integration technique with shadow work is to allow ease and meaning rather than using force to push any resistance from our lives because it's not serving us or we don't like it. And in accordance to universal law, when we just focus on the resistance, lack or of lack of comfortability and not bringing attention to how every person, thing or circumstance is divine and has served all versions of self and our journey, it's putting us in resonance to actually attract the same person, thing or circumstance in our lives again in a different form because we haven't really fully integrated the lesson. So this might look like believing on an ego level that we're cutting toxicity from our lives without fully looking at what it taught us and how we've grown from it. Again, we can ask ourselves these questions. How is the current situation serving me and what is it showing or teaching me? So these questions allow us to see our shadow without judgment opening a dialogue between our current self and shadow, almost like beginning a relationship with it rather than us having this closed off energy and cutting it from our lives. Shadows are there in our wholeness, meaning that they are very much a part of us as the light aspects are. So really feel your shadows and triggers, giving them space to be there and seen without judgment. And from there, once we fully accept, we can begin to call in new energy that feels and honors our truth, or we feel that honors our truth. We can shift from shadow work by clearing our energetic space with breath, music, or smudging. And this comeback is important as it reminds us not to get too absorbed in this work and return to the light part of ourselves too. Yeah, um, so just to recap, the three techniques, three approaches to shadow work. First one is going to be the trigger method or um, anything bringing awareness to your triggers. The second one is going to be the animals that you dislike or fear in the world. And then the third one is going to be the integration method where you're journaling um, the gap. So uh, I wanted to ask you, Lynn, what has been your experience with shadow work? You know, I feel like I'm still just at the surface of shadow work. It's, I feel like there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm resistant to and I have trouble accepting some aspects of my life or what happened in my life or like some kind of like quote unquote, like quote negative unquote aspects of myself. So there's still, there, I still need to accept some things and I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. How about you? And, um, yeah. So for me, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty recent for me too. I think the, my first true, I guess, um, encounter was with it was with psychedelics when I did mushrooms the first time, because every time I did, I did mushrooms or, um, took mushrooms in some form I had this shadow experience and at the time I just interpreted it like I just have bad trips 
But in reality, like as I got older and got more into the spiritual realm of things, I realized there are no bad trips. It's just me purging. And it's a form of shadow work, which happens when you consume something that's very high vibrational in your body. It's like pushing out things that aren't in resonance with that. Um, and that's what ayahuasca does as well. It's purging out all the the lesser, denser emotions that have been suppressed and ignored. Um, so my experiences with shadow work have been mainly on psychedelics, but very recently I have been working through them without psychedelics with just, which is honestly, in my opinion, it's, it's hard for me to go deep, um, at this moment, just because it's, it's so, it's almost like the psychedelics force you, not force you, but they really put it in front of your face. (laughs) Um, and with, when I'm doing, when I'm trying to do shadow work on its own, it's more, it's more subtle. So I, I kind of, I back away and I get afraid a little bit. So mm-hmm. like if I see someone in my life that kind of triggers me, I, I try to learn from it then that way. And I do have awareness around that. But when it comes to facing my fear, I'm a little stubborn. Um, and I think it's that stubborn aspect of me not wanting to go super deep without the psychedelic. And I think the psychedelic kind of breaks that wall down for me a little bit. So it's, um, it's almost like, nope, there's no time for stubbornness, stubbornness here. Like you've got to, got to work on this. This is what, this is your work. So, um, and I find the, the more I've, I've delved into shadow work, it's, it's been really a good release for me and it's brought me a lot more peace. And, um, I also have found my purpose through a lot of my shadow work too, which yeah. is which is nice. It's um it really has a lot of benefits in especially in the realm of self love, which has so many benefits on its own. Yeah. So I can I can definitely like I can definitely say with confidence that every time I go into a psychedelic experience, it's gonna be shadow work for me <laughs> because there's never been one experience where it hasn't been. So um I would say that's been mainly my experience with it and I do like the the lighter approaches to it, like the the one we mentioned in this episode, which is the animal shadow work. That kind of brought me a lot of clarity without the psychedelics because I was going through all the the spirit animals that I don't like, and it was bringing me a lot of clarity about the things I don't like about myself or um, the things that I don't really like about the world. So, which is ultimately you, because <laughs> you're the inside reflected out, but it's it brought me a lot of clarity so I think that's the yeah one way that yeah if you if whoever is listening if you haven't done shadow work I would say approach it small um, or approach it in little like bites at first just because you don't want like Lynn mentioned at the end of this episode she said you've um you've had have to remember the comeback because that's just as important as diving deep because if you think about it you're diving deep into the ocean you've got to come up for air at some point. So that's the same thing with shadow work because you don't want to lose yourself in this work because it is very, it it can be mentally taxing, emotionally taxing, physically taxing, because that's what a purge is. It's taxing on your body. So you've got to come up for air and find the light and clear um, at some point. But um, when I started doing more shadow work, I realized okay, it's not all light and love. Um, there's, there's more, there's more to this, this world is a deeper, 
layer that I haven't explored. And um, that's what shadow work has brought out in me. And it's brought out more of authentic version of myself because who are we if we're only one side? It's like we have many sides of us. And that's what shadow work is teaching you to do is to face and accept all the many versions of yourself. And Mm -hmm. when you do that, you can be more integrated and I don't know, accept yourself um, more fully and show up in the world as a more loving being. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that's like you, you definitely like pinpointed one point, point, which was like, shadow work can be very overwhelming and sometimes there's just so much that everybody wants to work on themselves and there's just so much you want to improve and work on that you kind of get discombobulated and so definitely taking you know baby steps and taking your time with it and just making sure it's like a process and you're not trying to rush it is very very important yeah Exactly. And bringing it back to that, like diving analogy, you wouldn't, you just learned to scuba dive, you want to go to the very bottom of the ocean right away, you would, you know, eventually get there. So that's the same way with shadow work you in baby steps. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you have any topics you want us to talk about, please reach out to us on our Instagram the handle will be in the show notes for you. But other than that, thank you guys so much. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, everybody. Bye.